so fitting this morning that God would have me to speak about the stresses of life and how to power through stresses of life. When this morning I am so stressed out, I had to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning because I had to finish my message. I've been sick half the week trying to figure out what I'm going to do this morning. I labored over whether or not we were going to have service after church after church. I, I saw them post that they were not having service. As a pastor, you want to, you, you want to protect your people and, and, and make sure that your people are, are doing okay. A lot of stress going on right now. Not only in my life, but in yours. We've just come through Christmas where most of us have to rob Peter to pay Paul just to, just to buy Christmas presents for our kids. Now we're going to have to rob the rest of the disciples so we can pay Peter and Paul back. And then we're going to have to take four or five months to recover. I'm not speaking anything you all don't know of. It's a stressful time of year. Bank accounts are empty. Hospitals are full. Children's homes are full. Homes where the lost and the weary, they're full. Stresses of life have hit us where it hurts. Cars aren't starting. Mom and dad's not getting along. Kids are fighting. People are dying. Families are in an uproar. Church, we are in a stressful time. It's 2017. The last day of 2017. Over 2,000 years ago, no one would have even thought that 2017 would have even been here. Today's world is not like it used to be. I want to tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm no old man, but I'm no young man either. Even at 40 years old, the things that are going on in the schools today, our kids are so stressed. The things that are going on in schools today are not things that were going on when I was in school. They're, they're, they don't have, we didn't have the availability of certain things like they have the availability of school. I want to tell you something. Pornography is running a rampant in our schools, and that is a stress factor for our kids. Why? Because it is peer pressure that is coming down upon them. I want to tell you something this morning. I want to talk just a few moments this morning about stress and how we power through stress. How do we do that? The only way that I knew how and that the Lord showed me how to talk about stress and how to power through it is to go to the book of Job. I could probably come seat to seat, person to person this morning and ask each and every one of you if you know the story of Job. And oh sure, I know the story of Job. 
But as I was going through the book of Job this morning and skimming through and rereading some of the book of Job this morning, I want to I, I, I point something out. Job was having a pity party. There are many people today, this last day of 2017, that will have a pity party. Matter of fact, if I read the book of Job correctly, there's about 26 books, 26 chapters, where Job and his three friends were arguing over what was going on in his life. Job's friends were telling him that he was a sinner, and that he must have done something wrong. And Job was saying, well, if I could just die, nothing, none of this would even matter any, any, at all, and no matter what. There are some things in the book of Job that I want us to look at this morning real quickly. And I'm not going to be long because I believe that the Lord wants to do something in the, in the building this morning. I'm not going to read all of chapter 1. I do want to read where, starting in verse 6. It says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man on one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around that, uh, that all that he has, uh, have, has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and the possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has in your power, only do not lay a hand on his person. Would you stretch your hand this way? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. And God, I thank you for this word of God that you have given me today. I thank you for bestowing this word upon this house today, God. For Lord, if no one else needs it, I need it. I needed you to speak to me, God, in this time where I'm feeling hopeless. Feeling like everything is, is against me. Even time itself. God, I pray, Lord, as I deliver this word that you have given me, that you would touch it and bless it. And it would be yours and not mine. In Jesus' name. I want you to see something here. God said, have you considered my servant Job? He is a blameless and upright man. Church, I want you to understand something this morning. Christians deal with stress. Christians deal with heartache. Christians deal with trouble. Christians deal with health problems. We deal with financial problems. We deal with trying to provide for our family. We deal with all of these things. Oftentimes the world says they should be perfect. They sh shouldn't have any of that problem. God is no respecter of persons. 
you and I are going to deal with stress. And I want to I talk just a few moments about how we can power through and deal with stress. Point number one, I want us to just kind of skim through a little bit of Job chapters 2 on to about chapter 26. Job had three friends that came to visit him. And the Bible says, I believe in Job chapter 2, that when his friends came to visit him, the first thing they did was they wanted to mourn with Job because Job had lost everything. He had lost his sons and his daughters. He had lost all of his, all of his livestock. He had lost his money. He had lost everything. And, and Job was in mourning, and they had come to mourn. So for a period of time, I believe it was around eight days, they all four just sat around and just looked at each other and did nothing and mourned. We talked in Sunday school a few weeks ago about that word hide. Job was at a time in his life where he had to get away from everything, get away from all the, all the troubles and trials, all the stress of life, and he had to hide. And he was hiding in that moment, I believe. I believe he was trying to, trying to, to, to get a hold of God and ask God, what do you want me to do in this time? He said, hide. Point number one this morning, I, 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 want, to, I, want, to, I want to show you something. It's number one, you need to surround yourself with people who care about you. You need to surround yourself with people who have knowledge of the Word of God. You need to surround yourself with people who are not going to leave you or forsake you when times get tough. I want to tell you something. All of a, I can remember back in high school, I had friends, Brother Jerry, but I, don't, I guarantee you if I, were to, if I were to try to call one of them up when I had troubles, there ain't, there ain't nothing I'd be able to talk to them about. Why? Because they don't know what I'm going through. They don't know the struggles and trials. They're not living this Christian life. They're, they don't pastor churches. They don't, they don't do these things that I do. You know, but but we've got to surround ourselves with people who care, for people who who know how to give us uh, righteous counsel. We need to, we need to surround ourselves with other pastors, with other, other, other prayer warriors. How many of you know that when you surround yourself with prayer warriors, things begin to happen in your life? Stresses begin to go away. Stresses begin to get taken care of. But there comes a time in our life when we have to stop hanging around the people who are dragging us down. I want to tell you something this morning. The enemy wants nothing more and then drag each and every one of us down. How does he do that? Stressing us out. And Lord have mercy, when it rains, it pours. When one car breaks down, so does the other one. When you're trying to get to the auto parts store to buy the part for the other car, you get to the auto parts store and you can't get back home. Then when you do get back home, there's not enough groceries in the, in the cabinet to cook dinner. So what do you do? You go to the grocery store. You open up your wallet, and there's no money in there. I'm telling you, church, when, when stresses start to hit your body or start to hit your life, they start hitting one right after the next. And I, I, trust me, I know exactly what I'm speaking of. I've been there. I've been through the fires. I've been through the, through the, the, the tough times. I've tried to rely on people who really didn't care. That's exactly where Job was. I believe that his friends meant well for a, a little bit. I believe that they, they, uh, they kind of, I don't believe they really understood what he was going through. But I, I believe that they really meant well to a, a, a certain extent. Then all of a sudden they started to speak negative things into him. We've got to be careful of who we surround ourselves with when we're going through times of struggle. We need to be careful who we hang around with in any time. Because there's always going to be negative people out there who are, I call, I call them negative ninnies. 
negative ninnies who are going to be out there, and I'm telling you, they're out there. They're going to tell you, oh, you don't need to be going down to that church and giving them your tithes. You don't need to be going down to that church and listening to that preacher talk about nonsense. You don't need to go down to that church and allow them people to pray for you and, and, and do all that speaking in tongues and being holy rollers and all that stuff. You don't need none of that. That's negativity that you don't need in your life because we're already stressed out enough. We don't need that kind of negativity. We need to come into the house of the Lord. The Bible says not to forsake yourselves, the assembling together. We need to come into the house of, of, of the Lord with friends who love God, who have the knowledge of Christ, who have knowledge of the word that when we get into a tough time when the finances aren't there they begin to lay hands on you and pray for you that your finances will be there when the, when the doctor says that, that there's no hope they're going to be there to say no I, I serve a God that can I serve a healer Jehovah Jireh my provider I, that's who I serve that's who we need to start surrounding ourselves with it's people who care secondly I mentioned this a little bit ago, and this is, this is kind of where I have, have been hovering the past about three weeks, and I've been leaning on this scripture. I want to tell you something, church. I didn't live stream for a reason this morning. There are some times when I want to be transparent with my church body. That the people in Facebook land don't need to know. And I'm not here for a pity party this morning. I'm not here to ask you to pat me on the back. Do none of this. But I'm going to tell you something. Your pastor has been struggling for the past few weeks. I told you last week of a pastor, I believe it was in Guatemala, an Assembly of God pastor. Matter of fact, I believe he was the overseer of Guatemala. Committed suicide. Took his own life because he was stressed out. He didn't feel like his church family cared. He didn't feel like his own family cared. Sometimes we as pastors go through those times where we feel like no one cares. It's no reflection of you and how you treat your pastor. No reflection at all. That's the enemy's way to take out the top. To take the head out. You see in the garden of in, in, the, in the garden the Holy Spirit came down and put his heel on the head of the snake. See, if you take the head out, the rest crumbles. I want to be transparent with you this morning. I've been stressed out to the max. Now, a lot of that has been relieved because I recognized it and I went to the Lord. I've been leaning on this scripture. Go ahead and put it up there, Paige. Chapter 13. 
I've been living on this scripture. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. When stresses of life are getting you down, you have to remember. The Bible says, look up to the hills. For whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. My help doesn't come from what I can merely do myself. My help doesn't come from what my family can do for me. My help doesn't come from what the church body can do for me. My help comes from the Lord because all of that is, is from Him. Though He slay me, I will trust in Him. You've got to trust in the Lord. When the doctor says there's no hope, Yet I will trust in him. When the bank account is empty, yet I will trust in him. When my grades at school are getting lax, yet I will trust in him. When the vehicle won't start, yet I will trust in him. When the job goes away, yet I will trust in him. Church, I've come by to tell somebody today that no matter what happens in your life, we have got to learn to put our trust in God. We can't put our trust in man. We can't put our trust in the things of this world. We have to put our trust in him because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one that provides everything that we have. The, our job that we have is provided for him, by him. The money that he puts in our pockets is provided for him the help that we have standing up here is provided by him everything is of God we have to put our trust in him thirdly I want you to go to Job chapter I believe it's 20, 26 or 27 Job chapter 27. I want to read these verses, and then this is my last point. My last point is this keep your faith. It is not time to give up. I have seen too many Christians who have gotten to, the, to this point who have gotten to the point where the stress has gotten them so much that they pull away and they give up. I've come by to tell somebody this morning. I don't, I, this may just be for me. You all, you, all, I, you all might just be sitting out there and saying, he, this isn't for me. That's okay. It is for me. When stresses of life have you tore down, messed up don't give up don't give in don't throw in the towel let's read this this is Job talking to one of his friends he says as God lives who has taken away my justice and the almighty who has made my soul bitter as long as my breath is in me and the breath of God is in my nostrils. 
My lips will not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit. Far be it from me that I should say you are right. Till I die, I will not put away my integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me as long as I shall live. Job was making a proclamation here. And this proclamation that he was making to his friends is, is that no matter what you say to me, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the breath that I have inside of me comes from God. And if, as long as the breath that is inside of me comes from God, I will not speak ill will of God. I will not speak against God. But what I will do is I will speak for him and I will keep my righteousness. I will keep that that God has given me. You see, this morning, I'm not ready to throw in the towel. I'm not ready to give up. I'm not ready to give in to, to my salvation that he has given me. Why? Because I, am, I have longed for that for so long. And now that he's got, he's got a grip on me, it doesn't matter what this old world does. It doesn't matter who hurts me. It doesn't matter who comes in and, and, and hits us like a flood. No, we have got to keep the faith. We've got to not throw in the towel. This morning, stand with me. Simple message. This is a stressful time of year. But I want to tell you something this morning, church. Your help cometh from the Lord. He has come into this place this morning. On assignment. I want to tell you something. The Holy Ghost is here. He's here on assignment this morning to pour into us. His reign. His provisions. His power. His love. His might. His majesty. I just simply want you to sing that Let It Rain again. If you'll say, Pastor, this morning, first and foremost, I always have to give this call. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior today, I beg of you, please do not leave this place the way you came. I urge you to make a bold step and ask God to forgive you of your sins and to make you whole again. Secondly, this morning, you say, Pastor, I know right where you are. It seems like all the cards are stacked against us. It seems like the devil has pulled out all the stops. And he is just throwing dart after dart after dart. And they just seem to keep hitting the target. If that's you, I want you to come. And just simply stand up here in the front, raise your hands toward heaven. And I believe that the Holy Ghost is going to pour out his rain upon us. And he's going to heal 
the stresses of our life. He's going to take care of that. Go ahead, Sister Jess. church just let the Holy Spirit move into you I want you to feel those stresses being released feel those things that are stacked up against you being released (laughs) 